Welcome to The Secret Life of Parkinson's, a podcast trying to break the barriers and stigma around PD to lessen the fear. It's a disease no one likes to talk about. When people hear Parkinson's, they're afraid, even if they don't know exactly what it is. This podcast is led by Parkinson's patients talking about their daily life with PD. I'm your host, Jessica Krauser. Hi, and welcome to The Secret Life of Parkinson's. I'm your host, Jessica Krauser, and I'm here with my co-host, Brian Baker. Hello. We are your young onset patient hosts. Slowly not becoming young. Not becoming any younger. Um, So did I tell you what we're talking about today? I don't believe I know. Okay, I didn't think so. Today we're going to talk about what scared us the most when we were initially diagnosed and or if you're still scared of something so when you were first diagnosed what were you scared of you know when i first got diagnosed i didn't know what i got diagnosed with so i didn't wasn't scared of really anything because i didn't know what to expect Hmm. um and then the the one thing that stands out i have had multiple dreams uh, recurring dreams where i have good i kind of start to lose my cognitive Uh side of things and i um my memory goes and that's the one thing that has like i've i've had like dreams where i couldn't remember in the dream yeah like stuff i'm like what is that what is that kid's name or what is that person's name or what is my son's name you know Mm -hmm. um so i've had stuff like that that i've gone through um that's probably the one thing that's stuck out the most so the reason why i actually bring this up is um uh, i don't think i told you but i met a few other women just from um doing some of the instagram posts and stuff like that on michael j fox um instagram they reached out to me and they're around my our age my age sorry uh they're around our age they have kids around the same age um one was diagnosed three years ago just like i was um there's two other ones that were just recently diagnosed this year and in talking to them they're still at that really early phase and i don't know maybe it's the difference between women and men like they are doing exactly what myself and the other uh, woman was doing is like we heavily invested and like researched and read things and and whatnot. And, um, and you know, part of me feels bad because I see, and I know they're still in that scared stage. You know, one of them said, she's like, you know, we quickly just went out on a trip with the kids because she's like, what if I can't do this later on? Or, you know, when is this going to stop? And we all had, not maybe not all of us, but I, I, we talked about we had that image of, am I going to be a wheel in a wheelchair in a year? Because yeah. it's like you don't know. You don't know, and I and I think I've said this a couple times. Like when I first got diagnosed, they physically consumed me. Like every thought was Parkinson's, mm-hmm. and then I just woke up one day and said, I can't live like this. I have to live my life today, and I yeah. have to take advantage of the time I have doing the things I enjoy. Mm-hmm. It takes them away. I was doing stuff this week, and I was like, I can't do this like I used to do. Um, we know it's going to take it away at some point, but we got to fight for every minute we get to do those things that, that we enjoy. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, but yeah, initially, I think when when I was first diagnosed, the only thing that, well, there was a couple things that scared me that I'll talk about, but the only thing I actually got emotional about was when I got the DAT brain scan back at that, for my uh, MDS, it like confirmed for her, like after the assessment that I had Parkinson's. And I just asked, you know, are my kids going to get it? And I, like, for the first time in a while, got choked up because I was, like, very emotionless at that point. 
and um, and she's like she's like you, no one no one will know you know it's, it's I think she said something like only twenty percent of Parkinson's patients it's it's gener it goes down to the next generation but that was one of the things I was initially scared about but then like I started reading things and um, like I'm scared of getting like masked face and I think. <laughs> Come on, you're scared of me. <laughs> I'm not scared of you, but that's the thing. Like, I, I can like, do you feel like you have it? Oh, I have it. Definitely have it. Like, I there's, I can, I can sit there and people don't even know. Like, I have shown no emotion. I don't have the natural smile that I used to have. It's do all, people tell you about uh, it, or you recognize? I have it? had people. I have had people like tell me that I that I seem unapproachable. And I was okay. like, well, that, I'm such a nice guy. Who, who doesn't <laughs> You're wanna... so friendly. Yeah, who doesn't want to approach me? Who doesn't me? love Brian? You're right. I don't get it. Um, when did that start? Probably before I got diagnosed. Like, oh, yeah, that's I, right. We did talk like, about I, that. You know, like, I, I literally got a job offer, and they're like, are, the, 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 my manager was like, is, are you happy? Are you, I, can't, I can't read you. And I was like, no, I'm happy. You know, mm. And like, I just had no emotion. So I guess... I wonder if I'm already. I guess maybe I thought of what masked face was is different than what it truly is, because I think of it. There's there was like a website that shows like literally no emotion, but you can still do it. Yeah. I guess just like any exercises, you you can move, but it doesn't happen naturally. Like right now, I know I'm. I don't want to say I'm faking it or being unnatural, but I'm like overly, you know. Yeah, I mean Melissa needs to make us smile more. <laughs> Instead, of, I think instead of making us frown, Aww. turn that frown upside down. Yeah, <laughs> so she needs to make workouts fun so we enjoy them. I think she's listening to you. She, she's probably frowning at you right now. But she, that takes muscle, so you have to frown and smile. But it's funny. I I, I, I now I don't know why it never dawned on me, but I've had a couple of my girlfriends say. Um, I, I was on a trip with my college girlfriends and they're like, we were so excited to see like the one night they're like, you were having so much fun and this and that. And I was like, did I not look like I was having fun beforehand? And I don't realize it. I think when I'm just sitting there and I'm having conversations and in my mind and I feel like I'm normal, but I think on the outside, I guess what I don't they really, see. I'm fake. What? That's, uh, you don't see what they see. Right. Yeah, I've had, the, like I said, I do that all the time. Like, I, I feel great. I'm in a good mood. And people are like, what's wrong? What are, you, what are you mad about? Like, nothing. Yeah. Did you ever think um, when you were diagnosed, or I guess when you started learning about it, that Parkinson, like, is, is Parkinson's going to be, like, a death sentence? No, I think, I, I mean, I learned early on that it doesn't kill you. It just makes life miserable until you die. <laughs> that's the kind of way I would heard it. I mean, it makes everything but harder. Not, it makes things harder. It, it does make everything harder, and it takes it's it's the fact that it takes you know, not to knock on other diseases and other things, mm -hmm. but you know, like guess what? There's no hope sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know, where where if you have cancer, there's treatments a lot mm -hmm. of times that there, there's hope. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, as much as we try to. Uh, be positive be you know excited about what we do mm -hmm. you know sometimes you're you're searching for that hope like you know where where where's you know where's is there is there something around the corner yeah. that that is going to cure this you know what's where's it at and we keep hearing oh this is coming down this is going to be this is going to be a game changer you know but when mm -hmm. you're in the when you're in the tornado you need mm -hmm. to find the basement now you don't have yeah. time to, to to look for shelter at the, while you're fighting the battle right. sometimes 
So Brian's a glass half empty kind of person, <laughs> while I'm a glass half full kind of person. But that's just something I noticed. But no, in all seriousness, I, 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 I think it's important for people to know right away. That was one of the first questions my kid asked. My kids asked me. Yeah. They're like, "Can you die from this?" And I, and that was the one thing that I did leave. The, my first appointment from my MDS, I left that appointment with her saying, you cannot die from Parkinson's, but you, you obviously die with Parkinson's. Now there's incidents that can happen that might trigger such uh, uh, like scenarios, but it's not something that we can die from. Did you ever get afraid of the side effects of medication? Like, did they freak you out when they were talking about the medication? Like, this is going to make you not, and you read all the side effects. This is going to make you no, nauseous. It's going to make you this. It's going to make you that. Not really. I mean, I've had some side effects, just like all of us have, but nothing. I, 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 I less research sometimes is good, better it's for me. True. The less I know about yeah. sometimes some of the stuff, the happier I am because I can just, I just, I just assume the pot, most of the best things are going to happen because if you read the. You know, if you read the side effects, you read the what's the worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. That's like, you know, when I got diagnosed, the doctor's like, do not Google yeah. Parkinson's disease. Yeah. Because you're going to hear the worst case scenarios, and yeah. that's all you're going to read about. And, right. You know, so, you know, I, I try to focus on the positive, Jess. Oh, my gosh. Maybe you well, are a glass half I am half folded it. <laughs> well, I always was scared of, uh, I was scared of carbidopa levodopa for a while, just because they said in young... Um, young thin women it can make you dyskinetic and I was like well I don't I want to feel better but I don't want to be then moving all the time with like having your shoulders roll and whatnot I don't know why it never dawned on me of like just try it and if I don't if I don't like the side effects then you can just get back off of it but I'm on it now and it's Fine. Yeah, and then you always have the you always heard the story I think dr. Uh, Patel addresses and everyone like they eventually it's gonna quit working you know and i and yeah. what we found out no you just have to take more of it you have to take more of it because not not that it's not working anymore it's that we're just progressing losing, yeah you're losing yeah so okay well in our last 30 seconds i'll leave you with this like i mentioned the one thing that stuck with me when i was first diagnosed is that my mds said you cannot die from parkinson's you die with parkinson's no two people are the same with this disease so while we can't tell the future, you can always do what's best for you and your situation. So exercise or at least stretch every day, take your medication on time, eat well, join a PD community and educate yourself. Thanks for tuning in. The Secret Life of Parkinson's is produced by Melissa Carlson and Steve Brandenburg. To contact us, email info at thesecretlifeofpd.org. The Secret Life of Parkinson's is not responsible or liable for any medical advice, diagnosis, course of treatment, or any other information obtained through this podcast. The information provided by The Secret Life of Parkinson's is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you heard on this podcast you are encouraged to consult a physician for a definitive diagnosis.